The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And uh, welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Van Fieren. And in the studio, again, is my wife, Megan. Hey, everyone. And my brother, Andrew. How's it, guys? And we are going to continue on the topic of sowing and reaping. Let's open up in a word of prayer. Father, we appreciate your help so much. We cannot do anything without you, you know. Your Holy Spirit is the teacher of the church. And so we, as your ministers, healed ourselves to the Holy Spirit so that we can get the message out right the first time. And so that when the believers hear this, they will be stirred up, Lord. They will have faith. They will be edified. They will be convinced beyond the lies of the devil, beyond his deception. Yes. And they will move their trust from uncertain riches over into the living God. Now, Father, think through our minds and speak through our vocal cords. Talk to your kids. Convince them the way you want them convinced. We love you because we know you love us. We pray for the hearers now as well, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving them Eyes to see what you are saying, ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, and a heart that understands. This word will not return void, but it will prosper in the thing whereto you sent it. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Now, we started off last week, well, earlier this week actually, on the topic of sowing and reaping. Yes. And... By the Spirit of God, we touched on some really good points. I never saw it that way, but the Spirit of God said to me, they don't trust me that I can bring water out of a rock. Mm -hmm. They don't trust me that I can feed them out in a desert. He's the God of the impossible. Yeah. Yeah, And that's what it boils down to. So we're just doing a little brief summary on this. Uh, earlier this week, sorry, we said that they have this idea of I've only got one source of income. Some mm-hmm. people have two. Some people have three. I've only got this source of income and it only pays me on a particular date. And the Lord says, they don't believe that I can bring it to them on a random date. Yes. Mm. Not on the 25th only. Not on the 28th or the 30th per se. And that is why they they don't like to part with their money. Mm. Because they have worked out a budget and this is allocated to that. And he said, they don't trust me. Yeah. People don't open themselves up for opportunity. Yeah. Because what's stopping the Lord from bringing someone across their path and going, hey, uh, I'm looking for someone to look after my house for a week. Yes. Um, I'm willing to pay. Are you Are you interested? Yeah, and look at that. That's something that I actually noticed about you, mm-hmm. like uh, throughout the years, how financial opportunities would just come to Trevor. Yes. Like all the time. And they still do. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> He's then, always open to opportunities. Then I actually found out later that the Lord actually instructed him 
to sow every month yes. into yeah. a certain ministry. Yes. And he was obedient to that. Mm. And that's that's why the Lord was, he saw that he could trust Trevor. Yeah. And now he could get more to Trevor. Yes. Yeah. And it's so funny, I don't know if you remember, I always used to say to you, I still do sometimes, I don't know where the money comes from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, where, it's like it never runs out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, that is what our father said. And you know what? It grieves him mm. because he's a dad. Mm. This is where the children of God miss it. They are children of God, yes. but they act like orphans. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't see him as their father. And what do you generally do if you've got a rich dad? You run to him. Yes. Yeah. Dad, you know, there's this, this. Can you, you know. Can you and I'm, I'm sure there's many parents that are well taken care of, they know their kids run to them. And, hey, can you get me this iPhone? You know, can you get me this iPad? (laughs) And, you know, dad, you know, he pretends he puts up a little fight, but Mm. deep down inside he can't wait to buy the iPad (laughs) with his kids. And that is how our father is. And it grieves him when his own children don't have a lick of faith in him, Mm. in his character, in his personality, in who he is. Even though he has performed great exploits in the past, to them it's in the past and it happened to the Israelites, not even the Jews. It happened to the Israelites, you know. So why would it now happen to me? I don't need to pass through the Red Sea right now. I don't need water from a rock. I can just open up my tap. Mm. Mm. But the problem is Satan wants to keep that trust away. Because there's a bond that forms. Yes. There's things that you learn in your process when you get to know him. You get to know his personality. You get to know his character. And it it puts a smile on his face. When you come to him and you say, you know what? I I know you're going to do this. I believe you. It's like uh, a lot of people have more faith in their medical aid than going to the healer. Yes. Now, God tells us this in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 5. He says, hope makes not ashamed. Mm. That is a hope that is guaranteed. Yes. Hope makes not ashamed. Um, I'm just going to read Romans chapter 4 here quickly. And I'm going to read verse 17 and 18. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who he, whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope, this talking about Abraham here, yeah. who against hope believed in hope. Um, okay, that sounds confusing. That's like a natural hope and a spiritual hope. That's it. It's the hope of the world. Hope of the five physical senses. Yes. Yeah. Hope that is destined to fail. Yes. Versus hope that makes not ashamed. Mm. If God says hope in me makes not ashamed, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to be ashamed. End of story. What is biblical hope? It's what we read in the scriptures. Mm. That is your hope. That is what you base your faith on. Yes. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance mm. of things hoped for. Yes. What hope? It's your vision board. Yeah. Hope that makes not ashamed. Yes. Hope that makes not ashamed. Why do Christians not put their trust in the living God? Because they have hope that makes ashamed. Yeah. Yeah, 
That's true. It's like when someone, you know, wants to be become a doctor. Yeah. And they go to the university and they are taught to trust in, you know, medicine Me- yeah. and, and science. Yeah. yeah. And there's a process of elimination for certain things and that. And they get trained up in it. And when they go into the field, they... Um, they base what they believe on their training. Yeah. And mm. Christians need to do the same thing when it comes to sea time and harvest. They have to be trained up in the word. That's 100%. Yeah. Why? Because you need your hope built up. Yes. Just because your hope is not built up does not mean that's the end of it. Mm. That can be fixed. Yeah. But it starts with hope makes not ashamed. Mm. You've got to know that. You've got to know whatever God says goes. Whatever God says happens. His word does not return void to him. Why? Because it's hope that makes not ashamed. It's a guarantee. Um, The apostle Peter, he was writing to, I think, one of his protégés. And he said to him, you have a more sure word of prophecy. That is telling you that's a guarantee. You can take that to the bank. Yeah, Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope. Let me put it in brackets. That maketh not ashamed. Watch this. That he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. That was the hope that makes not ashamed. Now, here's the question. Did he become the father of many nations? Yes, he did. Absolutely. He has got a spiritual heritage of children, offspring, all around the world. Yes. All around the world. Absolutely amazing. And he is referred to the father of our faith. Yes. What I wanted to say is, you know, um, a person has to start with the word, yeah. continue with the word, and end with the word. So when it comes to sowing and reaping, the best place to go is the word. Yes. Now, See what God says. Yeah. Now, Andrew, I like that. You have to start with the word. Yeah. You have to remain with the word. Why? It builds up your hope. Yes. Mm-hmm. You come to a place where that hope makes not ashamed. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, a big portion of ministers, and there's charlatans out there. We yeah. know that. Yeah. But forget the charlatans. You're going to get them everywhere. They in, they even in the secular world. So don't isolate it as if the only charlatans you're ever going to get in the world is in the church. Yeah. That's rubbish, that. They came from the world. Mm. They just moved over and they tried to scam the church as well. Mm. So don't make it out as if, I'm not saying you, I'm saying the listener now. There are people that think every minister is a scam artist. Mm. No, we're not a scam artist. We're doing uh, something that God is trying to do all along and he uses us. We are, you can call us convincers. That's what we are. We convince you of what God wrote because we've got that relationship with him and it's our job. We are anointed by God to convince you that he can be trusted. That's what it is. That's what it boils down to. Now, the charlatans always say, you must sow, you must sow, you must sow, you must sow seed. And then a little bit here and there and God is going to bless you. Bless you with what? Mm -hmm. And that was where most of the damage is done. What they should have done is train the church in seed time and harvest. It's not seed. Mm. 
I think they tell, they focus on the people saying to them, it's always better to give than to receive. Yeah. And even though that is true, they they sort of like teach them in a way that all they must do is so they mustn't expect anything back because it's not biblical. We must just give all the time, give all yeah. the time. You see, even those pastors that teach that, that is what I believe it's the Apostle Peter. He calls that doctrines of devils. Yeah. I mean, that's hardcore, yeah. <laughs> but it's straightforward. It's doctrines of devils when you teach them that type of thing because you know why they just say you must just give, you must just give, and it's best to give and give, and it's more blessed to give than to receive. I'll tell you why. Because they don't want to deal with a congregation member that comes forward and says, yeah, but I did give, and then nothing came of it. Yeah, they don't know how to answer it. They them. don't know how to answer it because you know why? The minister himself or herself doesn't have that biblical hope. Yeah. Yeah. They're just writing off another minister who's got that relationship. And, you know, we've dealt with people who only tithe, for instance, and then they ask questions, yeah, but why is things not um, working in my business? Well, the tithe belongs to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You are not going to reap a harvest off your tithe. No. Who on earth, who can say to me, Trevor, can I um, return your car to you, please? Now, why don't I have the car in my garage? Mm. It's not yours. It's mine. Yeah. You're just returning it to me. You see, yes. this is where they get messed up and they don't understand there's a difference between the first fruit and the tithe and, and the so, seed. Yeah. And like the Lord uh, told me, the tithe belongs to him, but the seed belongs to us. I was just yeah. going to ask you to say that. That's very good. <laughs> now, um, another thing, you know, uh, the Bible says that uh, when Jesus uh, prayed for all of us, he said that we have been ordained to bear fruit. Yes. yes. We have been ordained. And, you know, uh, if you just look in the natural, if you want fruit, you have to sow seed. Yes. Yeah. You have to if you want fruit. You know, um, I've never come across a farmer that goes to an empty field and expects a harvest and there's no seed sown. Yeah. Mm. But these farmers, they sow seed, but they also know how to harvest. Yes. yes. You know, uh, because the harvest isn't automatic. Mm. Andrew, the church has got to come to a place when the word of the Lord came to me, 2012, in the month of October, the harvest always comes. Yes. Yeah. Not the harvest might come. It always comes. It always yeah. comes. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um, They're not convinced of that. Mm. Yeah, they don't have hope in that. That's they the problem. They think that if they sow, there's there's nothing to it. Yeah. So what they're doing in essence is actually just giving away money. They don't see the value in that seed. Yeah. Um, and and I tell you one thing that helped me was when the law when you started doing all the planting of the vegetables and the fruits and things like a. Uh, when we did that, we did that for a purpose. Yes. To receive a harvest. That's it. We wanted to grow our own uh, vegetables and fruit. We didn't plant the seed for the sake of planting a seed. 100%. Our hope was in that seed that we will have a harvest at the end of its God term. is not going to tell you to sow a seed and then you not be able to. To reap a harvest yeah, out of what's that. The point of He'll that? never do that. What kind of witness is that to the rest of the exactly. world? Exactly. They're going to see a bunch of poor Christians 
and they're not going to want to participate in that. They want to but see the people who are, are, are reaping harvests. has always been on sowing seed, yes. sowing seed, sowing seed. That's not the whole revelation. Mm. You've got to show them throughout Scripture. It's seed time and, and the, the harvest. harvest. The harvest is and included. The Lord said, That'll never cease. That'll never cease. Everything in the kingdom works with seed time and harvest. When you get it into them, when they understand, when they see this through God's eyes, you see, don't worry about the preacher's eyes. Yeah. Well, not all of them. You can trust us. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to look at this thing through God's eyes. Mm. Don't look at it through a preacher's eyes because a lot of preachers, they don't have that relationship with them. They've never even done it. Mm. Yeah. I've done it. Mm. I've got experience. Mm. God has brought money to me from across the globe yeah. because I believe he can bring water to me out of a rock. Yes. I believe he can part the Red Sea for me. I believe he can feed me in a desert. And so I stood my ground and I took him at his word. But there are ministers that look at the people and say, you are my God. Yes. You must tithe. You must sow. The Bible says this. Yes. No. Teach them that there's a thing called a harvest. When they know inside of their hearts that there is a harvest, they've got biblical hope. Yes. If they've got biblical hope, they've got something to wrap their faith around. Exactly. And you don't have to tell them to sow a seed. If they know the harvest always comes, they're naturally going to sow a yes. seed. Mm. Absolutely. I was, I was actually going to say, you know, uh, people mustn't uh, just take our word for it. Go to their Bible. Exactly. Yes. Like the, the Bible that they've had for like how long? Andrew. They just open it up. Go to all these scriptures that we're going to be sharing in these messages. See it for themselves. Yes. Get like different translations. Yeah. But, you know, uh, that's something that I've noticed. Uh, I've come across a lot of people that want healing. But they don't want to go to see what the words. No, are. they don't. No, they, they that want a, is spiritual laziness. They, they yeah. want a quick prayer, yeah. and then they want this massive miracle. But they don't want to get that hope. Yeah. You know, they don't want to go to the word, see what God says about their healing. And then they come crying when they can't key hold on to their healing. Exactly. Yeah. And it hurts our Father mm. because this is not about trying to make money. This is about putting your trust in Him. Yes. He loves that. He enjoys that when you move and you shift away from putting your trust in uncertain riches and you're like, you know what, Dad? I'm going to take you at your word. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to do this, but I believe you can do this. Mm. I need 20,000 rand. Yeah. Hypothetically now. And you say, you know what? I'm going to sow a seed for that. Yeah. And you sow a thousand rand for, for your 20,000. Or, heck, you want to sow 2,000 rand. Mm. And you just start moving like that and you just start saying, thank you, Lord, because God wants his children to know that there's a harvest. Yes. That's the whole revelation, not just the sowing of the seed. And then the attitude is, OK, God saw that I put something in. So now he must he must make right now. Mm -hmm. And they think everything is automatic. It's not automatic. Yeah. You've got to have faith. You've got to have hope, first of all, that there is a harvest, yeah. regardless. And then you can wrap your faith around that. And then you can take him at his word and you will see a harvest. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want to say this. Um, there are Christians that go through life. They're very stingy. Yes. And their hands are closed. And they pray for a lot of stuff. But if God can't get anything out of their hands, he can't get things into their hands. Yeah. Yes, true. You know, so they have to change their heart. You know, And when you step over into really trusting the Lord, your hands are going to start opening and opening toward him. 
What about um, the lady in our in our ministry that a um, good couple of months ago was going through a bad time and uh, she's not someone who really sows financially and he told her to sow the only amount of money that she had yeah. and she did. She literally heard the Lord tell her to sow it and she did and breakthrough came in in that specific time that she yeah. was going through. And a lot happened to her in a yes. short space of time. And it's literally still kind of overflowing. Yes. So um, and now again she's hit a little bit of a snag and the Lord has spoken to her again about sowing, which mm. is what she's done. Yeah. And obviously with your hope in him, you will never be disappointed. Listen, something that I've learned about him, and he's mentioned this to me. He said, the miracle of the finances is never the issue. The healing is never the issue. It's not the problem. Mm -hmm. The problem is, do you trust him? Yeah, Yeah, I want to read 1 Timothy 6, verse 17. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but trust in the living God. Mm -hmm. Now, this was to a particular group of people at that time. But this applies to poor people as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor people only have an income of, say, two and a half thousand a month. And guess what? You, you see that as you're only getting that at the end of the month and you've got to make this stretch. You go to putting your trust in that money mm-hmm. and you, you need to get away from that because you already preparing that there is no other source. Yeah. There's nothing else coming in. I'm just going to look at that rock and no water is going to come out of it. I'm just going to look at the Red Sea and God's not going to part it for me, mm. you know. And the whole thing is, you've got to get to know your father. Yeah, He's a dad. If you learn to do that, what's the, the SASA pension at the moment is like 2,100 and something. Okay? Yeah. And every year or so, they increase it by 10 rand. Wow. But inflation that, is going up by 7%. But that is when you put your trust in uncertain That's riches. It. That's but exactly you it. you take that money and tithe like you're supposed to, and sow your seed, and that 2,100 will increase because the Lord will make a way for extra money to come. 100%. You don't have to rely on the uncertain riches or that lousy little 10 Mm. (laughs) that the government wants to increase it by. He will take it to two and a half or 3,000 or whatever the case may be. If you're open to it and you give God that chance, because, I mean, he says when you tithe, he says... like, trust me, yeah, yeah. I'll show you that I'll pour yeah. out the windows of it. I'll open up the windows of mm. heaven and pour out more blessing than you can contain. Um, and then when you're obedient into sowing that, you really solidify that. You really give him an opportunity to, to shower you with more than enough. Yes. And the whole thing about this is if you step back and you look at the bigger picture, yes. it's evil versus good. Oh, it's yeah. darkness versus light. Mm. Now, you will hear commentary. I have actually seen commentary like this, and it is so subtle and so devilish. The first commentary that has weaved its way into the churches, all that preacher wants is your money, okay? That's number one. The Christian should immediately stand up and say, no, he wants my trust. Yes. Yes. That's what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. 
The devil doesn't want you to see it that way. He's getting your eyes on the money. Yes. But in actuality, he's trying to stop you from trusting in God. Yes. He doesn't want you to believe that God can pull water out of a rock. Mm. Because if you get to do that, you're going to shout your voice from the rooftops yeah. and you're going to affect other people. Yes. You see, that's what he's trying to do. Or another commentary um, that you see a lot is this. I can't believe these people give their money to this guy. Mm. I've seen that a lot. Mm -hmm. Again, it's all about the devil keeping you from trusting God. Yes. And all God is after is your trust. The devil is trying to get you to not trust in God. He doesn't care about your money. No. He doesn't care about your money. But it's he is called the great deceiver. Yeah. So he's deceiving people. That's what he does. Yeah. And the whole thing is if you are easy and you are more inclined to listen to these lies of the devil, the answer is very simple. You have hope that makes a shame. Yes. And unfortunately, on that note, we're going to have to bring this podcast to an end. But man, guys, this stuff is juicy. Mm, it really is. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it because I've enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, me too. This is rich, man. I'm going to go and listen to this myself. <laughs> Let's end off in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you and we trust you that this word will penetrate the heart of your children, your sons and your daughters, Father. I pray, Lord God, that you encourage them and you help them not put their trust in uncertain riches, but trust in you, Dad. You never fail your kids. You love us too much. How does it say in 2 Corinthians? I'm quoting you. This is what you said. God, Dad, let me read it. I actually have it printed here. I love this. God, he takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, is unwilling to abandon, mm. is unwilling to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving. Now, Dad, this is your response. And God is able to make all grace. Let me say it like this. And Dad, and Dad can't wait to make all grace abound to his children yes. because they put their trust in their father. Yes. They see him as a father that will not abandon them. Mm. And that's the whole thing. Lord, we thank you for answering this prayer. We love you thank because you, we Lord. know that you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep, keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.